Now, as you heard a little bit earlier on, as you've probably been hearing, all, all day, in fact, Argentinians here in New Zealand and around the globe are in celebration mode after their team's victory over France in a dramatic World Cup final. The win not only secured the South American nation their third title, but served as a coronation for a footballing superstar. Sports reporter Clay Wilson's with us. Kia ora, Clay. Kia ora, Susie. Oh, what a morning. What a final. Um, what does all of this mean, though, to Argentina? Well, it means a lot. We know how big football is in that part of the world, but in Argentina specifically, um, the history they have there when you pick it, speak about people like Maradona and, and those kinds of people. And, you know, I have been to Argentina and, you know, they say sometimes sport can be mean more than religion. And I think it's fair to say in a country like this that to a lot of people, football is their religion. And especially when you think about how this game played out this morning, um, some some people calling it the best World Cup final ever, and a game that really came to life at the end. The first 80 minutes, Argentina looked like they were home and hose, didn't they? But, uh, of course, France came back into it, and that last 10 minutes of regular time, extra time, and then the penalties, a very dramatic way to win their third World Cup title. And you have to remember, this Argentina team lost in what, some people were calling the biggest upset ever in World Cups in their first game. They lost to Saudi Arabia, and at that point, it was all very dire. But <laughs> to go on and uh, to go on and win six straight games, um, beat the defending champions in the final, and um, I, I really implore people to go and Google, get on social media, and look at some of the scenes coming out of um, of Argentina mm. in Buenos Aires, in one of the the main plazas there, where the oh, the famous obelisk is there in Buenos Aires. Just thousands and thousands of people clad in blue and up on uh, street lights and on top of bus shelters and all these kinds of things. Um, so it just goes to show that, that what it means to them. I think they'll be partying for a few, few days yet. Oh, I reckon it's pretty astonishing, isn't it? And, of course, <laughs> there's been so much focus on Lionel Messi. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a bad script, though, this one, is it? Yeah, you pretty much run out of adjectives for someone like this, don't you? He's just been so brilliant. But, of course, the story with Lionel Messi had been he'd been one of these top two, along with Cristiano Ronaldo, individual players had won so many things on an individual scale but hadn't reached the summit of a World Cup. You talk about seven World Player of the Year awards, four Champions Leagues, ten Spanish League titles, no less. But to not get that World Cup came so close in 2014, getting to the final. But on his fifth attempt, he's got there and won it. And as I was saying about Maradona, uh, players like that, this lifts Messi up onto that same platform as a as a very, very, um, you know, just a player that's going to be held in high regard for a very, very long time. And it's not just the fans that are in awe of Lionel Messi, his teammates as well, especially his younger teammates. And this is what uh, young mid- midfielder Alexis McAllister had to say when he got asked about Lionel Messi after today's final. He's always Messi. He's, he's fantastic. Um, I cannot explain in words what I'm feeling now. I think he's, he's the best player uh, in the world, the best player at all times. Uh, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's a really nice guy. He's humble. Uh, so he has everything to, to be uh, the best player in, in the history. There was obviously speculation that Messi was going to retire after this was going to be his last World Cup game, but hmm. he's come out since the game and insisted that he's not. So he's 35 years old. That would make him, I guess, 39 at the next World Cup. So let's see how that pans out. Maybe he will play a sixth World Cup after all. <laughs> Defend that title. Exactly. Um, now, elsewhere, there were there were other things happening in sport today, um, amazingly. <laughs> yes. Now, the Silver Friends Hard back home. <laughs> Some big guns returning for their trip to South Africa next month. Yeah, just quickly, this is their team for the quad series to go to South Africa play against Australia 
England and South Africa. So really important as part of their preparation for next year's World Cup, which is in July. And it's the first time really for almost two years they've been able to name a full-strength team, the Silver Ferns. They get Jane Watson back. She had her injury and then she had her first child. They also get Karen Berger back. She was injured and missed out on the Commonwealth Games. And Gina Crampton has taken uh, the last six months off, but she's coming back as well. So all three of those players were in that 2019 Silver Ferns team that won the World Cup. So uh, great additions to this team. And as I say, this uh, this tournament next month in South Africa, the, the, the big part of their preparation leading into that World Cup in July in South Africa as well. Thank you very much. Clay Wilson, our sports reporter.